Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Game of Thrones The Walking Dead Westworld No, that's the West Wing West, Westworld There have been many podcasts which seek to analyse the complexities, the depth, the plot lines, the hidden story arcs, the beauty of these productions. Quite simply, the world doesn't need another one, which is why we're applying that level of discussion to the bottom of the televisual barrel and scraping it with a weekly celebration of The One Show. Welcome, welcome, hello, it's the The One Show Show, the podcast that casts its pod all in the hair of TV's The One Show, so it has to go to the bathroom to clean it off, all annoyed and that. I am John Holmes, and we're here again as your guide to a programme you never watch, scavenging the remains of a week's worth of episodes, pecking at it for something, anything, with meat on it, and we almost always come up with a beak's worth of nothing. Despite that, however, we feed it to you anyway like a mother dropping morsels of Matt Baker, Alex Jones and green sofa material into your chirping and expectant ears. This week then, a handless lady grapples with a tea bag. Matt offers Peppa Pig a lift home and Les Dennis touches the Pope. Joining me to push the one show onto a hot plate this week and force it to dance by jamming it with a stick, a regular The The One Show Show showboat Mark Haynes and broadcaster erstwhile Radio 2 travel witch, Saturday sidekick to Danny Baker on 5 Live, it's Lou Pepper! Hello, Lou! Hi, Lou! Welcome. Hello. Have you ever watched The One Show before we made you do it? Yes. Oh, dear. If ever at my parents. Yes. That and uh, Loose Women are (laughs) my little treats when I go around my parents' house. (laughs) So, should we start with Monday? Yes, please. I've watched Monday. Now, I notice you've made notes on post-its. I've made on different coloured post-its. Um, which is somewhat less than the vast tomes that you two have. Yeah. Except for the last one, which I watched on the train and I didn't have a post-it. So it was written on the back of a Christmas boots voucher. <laughs> um, so Monday then. Uh, well, I say to you, Richard Carpenter. You're the one with me at the top of the world. Richard. 
brilliant to see you. Welcome, welcome to the Thank you very much. Hmm, yeah. Hot. Is he, is he? First thought. He's hot for 72, is written down on my post. <laughs> I'll say he had a pretty fucking tight face. Yeah. <laughs> it was a very, very prominent jawline that made it feel the like... chin had a world of its own. It felt like yeah. someone had grabbed like, the flesh at the back and just pulled it really, really taut. Yeah. Which I think is the thing that sort of famous people in their 70s, they have a little bit of work done, don't they? Do they? They have a little bit of work done. It didn't get mentioned on the one show, that <laughs> <laughs> They never once mentioned the death of Karen Carpenter. No. And the fact she wasn't there. And it was obviously off the table. Yeah. So it's Difficult to talk to Richard Carpenter. Much like the food. <laughs> oh, and not mention Karen Carpenter. Yeah. It seemed it seemed weird. But they didn't they didn't really mention the fact that Karen Carpenter had died at any point. I noticed yeah. his new album, he's still referring to himself as the Carpenters. The Carpenters with the with same logo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Voices on it. Uh, well, I, uh, Lou, we could put Karen Carpenter's voice on this podcast. <laughs> it doesn't mean it's a release by the Carpenter. It might do better if what? it is, if we say it is. It can't hurt. <laughs> Let's do it. Hey, he's gone silver. <laughs> yeah, he we has. We all know that yeah, now. Is silver, silver the lowest one you get? He didn't seem thrilled by it. No, he's in the Carpenters. He must have seen loads of these over His the years. This was because uh, Matt Baker presented him with a silver disc for his brand new album, mm. which is obviously what he was promoting. Uh, and you're absolutely right, he just looked sort of, oh, yeah. about the whole thing. I have 700 of these. Oh, I think also that has a little bit to play in with the fact that his face is so tight. I don't <laughs> think he can respond. necessarily smile or show emotion anymore. <laughs> he just has to sort of go, I, I look like a lizard, I'm just going to nod and be happy. But that's the face you need when someone shows you a VT of librarians singing oh, There's a God. Kind of Hush. There's a kind of hush. They did Close to You with Zookeepers because it says wider birds suddenly appear. Uh, A kind of hush with librarians. Uh, Wait a minute, Mr. Postman. They did with the postman, obviously. And then on top of the world, joiners. What happened? (laughs) (laughs) What happened in that brainstorm? None of the roofers would take the call. They just wouldn't do it. They wouldn't do it. What's the next thing down from roofers? Joiners. Uh -uh. They were carpenters. Were they? That's my theory. No, they wrote joiners. They said joiners. Yeah, but that's yours works. Isn't that a posh word for carpenters? Yours works. I don't know much about manual labour. You should have just said carpenters. Carpenters, I know. Oh, but you're absolutely right. They tried to connect it to every single song, and it was that one show thing. They'd done this before where they get groups of people to sing along to a hit. Carpenters make so it's much, much sense. sense. Why didn't they go and get some carpenters? I was like, you idiots, you didn't get roofers. You should have got fucking carpenters. Yeah. It's the carpenters. Carpenters, I know. Well, carpenter. Well, no, no. Even if it's one, we've established we've established that the they plural should. is carpenters. They should have got... one man is carpenters. A, car- a carpenter, and then his mate, who died? A dead carpenter. And that would have been Jesus. the, the carpenter. Yes, Jesus. <laughs> Nailed to a cross, singing I'm on top of the world. Amazing. Looking down on my dad's work. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. If the one show had managed to book Jesus and they'd done it in this throwaway VT. <laughs> Not mentioned it <laughs> again. That's the second coming. Okay, right. Richard, tell us about what it's like working with the LSO. <laughs> but no, it was... It was um, and they about... 50 yards from the BBC weather department and didn't do rainy days and Mondays. What the hell? Mental. Also true. You're Mental. Absolute, you're absolutely right. And then, of course, he came back to the studio where the studio audience were singing. Yes. And Matt Baker was getting very into it, oh, wasn't he? Oh, Matt Baker sings the songs of the Carpenters. <laughs> Here it comes. Oh, look at the 
Christmas, Christmas time. Oh, <laughs> I long to be close to you. Oh, mate. If he doesn't do it, I'll fucking do it. <laughs> as oh, Matt was, Baker. Yes, he as Matt Baker. So Mark Haynes is Matt Baker, Baker is the, the carpenter. Is the carpenter. Bracket. Close bracket. <laughs> We've talked about this before, about where the audience come from. Yeah. And there was an audience there today who were sort of, uh, on this day, Monday, who were sort of a bit like uh, snookery, I think, because there was a, oh, yes. a later VT about yeah. that. We had a tweet from someone uh, called Peter Dylan Trenchard, and he was telling us about where the One Show audience actually come from. Right. So he said, um, the audience of the One Show seems to be recruited internally. I work in BBC Broadcast Centre, the former home of the One Show, and sometimes there'll be an audience wanted poster up near the lifts with the upcoming guests listed. This is dull, but it's true. Wow. There we are. Yeah. Internal. So Have you seen those flyers, Lou? I can't possibly comment. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been tempted by the lineup of guests to go along? No, but my sister-in-law has come because uh, Rick Astley was on. She's a massive Rick Astley fan. <laughs> so I, I have recruited a one-show audience member. This is very good. Thank you. My bona fides are G- absolutely cast iron. When the trials happen, Lou, you will be tried as a collaborator. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say it hasn't occurred to me. <laughs> so the the we got sort of past the Matt Baker. He, I can't. I cannot emphasize how excited he seemed to be about the fact that Richard Carpenter was there he got very yeah. very excited yeah he used for the second time in two weeks uh, the phrase noodle he did uh, talking about music, music. yeah, yeah. yeah. He said, noodling miming every it time you, you hear a Carpenter song you just have to noodle along it's always incredible is every time you hear a Carpenter's song you just you've got to noodle away as you as you go it's just magic to hear it really noodle is the one musical term Matt Baker knows he used it a couple of weeks ago talking to Anita Dobson uh, did Brian noodle around the house I'm a guitarist myself <laughs> <laughs> come on so he's very fixated on the noodle the film that they then went into uh, that they again forced mm. Richard Carpenter to watch uh, was one of they were very big on female sporting achievements this mm. week. Did you spot? So there was a, the female snooker player, yep, uh, which made the national news actually. Which I think, I, didn't it? it was a, an outrageous. Yeah, of course, story. it's an outrageous story. This was a club in Keithley, Keithley in West Yorkshire, as we know, because they had to say the next day where it was. They did. Oh. They did <laughs> the not. The ones were all that upset was about. Great, it. wasn't it? This is a club called the Grafton Club, wasn't it? And, mm. and, a, and a, a woman was um, a brilliant snooker player, but she was uh, refused. Entry wasn't allowed to join allowed or play. To, yeah, she's not allowed to take part in a sort of championship because she's a woman. Yeah. And they, what I liked, we don't have facilities for her. <laughs> As if she had a crinoline to adjust between frames. I like that. I was, the, the I was like, just said, don't drink, love. You'll be fine. Yeah. Women are allowed in that club to play darts and dominoes, but they said, we can't let them play snooker. I know. And I like that idea that they're sort of going, guys, we have to get into the modern era. We'll give them darts and dominoes. (laughs) (laughs) I've discovered something really confusing here because the Grafton does allow women in to play darts and dominoes. So what's really going on here? Yeah, it it was very odd, this. And you're absolutely right. What happened was they spent a lot of time um, talking about this this club, the Grafton Club in Keithley, yeah, um, and how it wouldn't let women in, and and they tried to the reporter tried to get in, and they wouldn't let him in yes. either. And he'd um, asked for comments, and they they did right, said yeah. no. Uh, one of the I think one of the guys he ran up to say can I have a comment from. They went, he's actually he's not very well. They got the boss on the phone. He's too ill to speak to me, sadly. But he did say no comment. Which I love as a sort of too ill to come to the phone, but he did manage to say no comment. (laughs) He managed to give one comment. Tell them no comment. Well, yeah, that next evening, right at the end. Now I thought when because Matt 
they it was an apology of sorts, wasn't it? Yeah. But they dressed it up. As if lynch mobs had been round the snooker halls yeah. in the country. There are other, Let the women in. <laughs> other snooker clubs called the Grafton Club. And I thought he was going to say, so please leave them alone. But he went, this is the one in Keith. <laughs> oh, let's have a quick update on the story about the female snooker player oh, uh, that yes. we had on last night. The Grafton Club, which wouldn't let her play, is the one in Keithley in Yorkshire. There are other clubs of the same name across the UK. Please don't okay. blame them. No. <laughs> he's, he's like, I, I know you're angry about it. Don't direct your anger wrongly. Make sure it's directed at the right one. <laughs> um, which I thought credit to yeah, them, you know. I thought this was, this was one of those stories that, weirdly, it felt to me a little bit like bullying and, and i know these people are awful and they're 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 sexist and they're stupid policy which makes no sense why would you want to play snooker at this place that's full of these horrible blokes but it did seem weird that you have a mainstream bbc one show singling them out out of everyone in britain <laughs> yeah. and going look at their policies yeah, yeah. and it just seemed weird it did while because... richard carpenter <laughs> going, what <laughs> <laughs> he did. He had to sit through it, and they said to him, "Oh, Richard, you were looking at that like you were horrified." And I was like, "I really want him to say, yeah, what's it, what's it doing on mainstream?" <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but he was, and you should be. But it just felt the people who are part of that club, yeah, they deserve to be sort of shouted at. But it's a weird. It's like being in the town square where they're in the stocks. Yeah, and it just seemed. It seemed like a weird, like not abuse of power, but it was a bit like they've taken too much on this. These are old blokes. Yeah. This is, the stress is going to kill them. The main spokesman was already ill. (laughs) (laughs) Why is the one show just targeting old snooker men? They'll die soon anyway. Yeah. Very odd. Richard Carpenter's horrified face was the same as all of his other faces, though, wasn't it? That was interesting. <laughs> a little sunbaked lizard. Now, a point of, of one show, you two watch this more than me. I know. Snooker Lady sat next to Richard Carpenter for a mm. while. Then Snooker Lady was whipped out yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't gone. let her stick around, Look, which on no. some of the other days... Because she's a woman. Because she's a woman. Oh, I see. Yeah. They, they've got no facilities for her. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did think that, again, that was a perfect one-show thing where everything that needed to be said had been said in this VT. Yeah. And then they had her on the sofa yeah. to kind of go, oh, yeah, so, you know, what was it like? Well, we've just fucking heard. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we've got Richard Carpenter there. You, you, you Ask him a question about Karen Carpenter for a fucking change. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but more one-splaining. It's, it's that they brought her all the way down from Keithley. Yep. She has championed the idea of women playing snooker. She'd recruited some more people in the VT. That was a confusing part of the VT for me in that they, there seemed to be, there were pool players in yeah, the same sort of area. the whole, the, the, the women that wanted to play pool? Yeah, and then they were like, have you ever thought about playing snooker? Yeah. And they were like, um, yeah, I mean, we're playing pool, but we can play snooker. And she was like, oh, great, great. And I was like, well, what? Hang on. They're, a, they're the same thing, roughly, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Let's not, well, let's not cry about See, this. Well, she was saying, well, snooker's far more difficult than pool, and I thought there'll be letters from, <laughs> there'll be letters from the pool people here. But, but is, is it? It's just, it's the same thing, I mean, isn't it? One answer could be to persuade the women from the pool league to take up snooker. Ooh. It would definitely improve your pool game. Is it realistic that you would join a snooker league? I'd like to give it a go. Oh, yeah, I love it. Absolutely, yeah. Yes, definitely. It's amazing. I never thought we'd get five, six players. I thought just that even another one would be a hard task. What it seemed was there was a thriving pool community in, in Keithley. And so if you've got all these problems with playing snooker... 
instead of getting the pool players to become snooker players in a place which we've established they will not be able to play, yeah. why don't you take up fucking pool? <laughs> because no one's repressing the pool players. You've just ruined five women's lives. Great, you're snooker players now. Where can we play? Nowhere. <laughs> and then uh, there was some riveting chat about air conditioning. But there was an issue, wasn't there, with air conditioning, of all things. Oh, yeah. In... in uh... Well, even in the best of recording studios, uh, you would get uh, ambient noise, noise about, yeah. uh, especially in something as, as uh, intimate as the lead vocal. Mm-hmm. And through the years, uh, I could hear in certain recordings just a little rumble in Karen's lead that was... Uh, the air conditioning. Uh, because uh, because <laughs> Richard... nodded on. Well, it's oh, understandable. Richard Carpenter then told another lengthy... There was a lot of time spent with Carpenter. I mean, a lot yeah. of time talking about orchestras and arrangements and all the rest of it. And then he talked about the remastered album that... This is the mm. point. Yeah. The, but he talked about the fact that there were air conditioning units that make a noise, or did, back when they recorded the Carpenter's hits in the first place, and how he spent so much time taking the air conditioning unit noise off with modern technology... But really, it was just a chat about air conditioning. I, I, I'm going to say this as well. Like, I, I like the Carpenters' music a great deal. I've yeah, listened to yes, it a lot. I've never right. put it on and gone, is that an air conditioning unit in the background? <laughs> no. no, but it's why you fall asleep when you no. listen to it. I assumed, <laughs> I assumed it was Karen Carpenter's tummy rumble. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that the one show didn't touch this. I'm glad that we're making up for the deficit. <laughs> That's right. I mean, someone's got to go there. But it, it was strange. Um, uh, there was my favourite thing that Alex said was uh, Richard Carpenter, <laughs> and he said, you know, Karen was just born to sing. And Alex said, oh, definitely. But she was also into PE, wasn't she? <laughs> and then Karen, you know, she was just born to sing. Yeah. And, uh, oh, definitely. But she was, was into PE, wasn't she? <laughs> she was sporty. <laughs> yeah. uh, right, an American won't understand the phrase PE. <laughs> she was just born to sing. Yeah. And, uh, oh, definitely. But she was, was into PE, not. wasn't she? That was her love. Great Big Owl. What? Great Big Owl. Stop saying that. What about Great Big Owl? It's a family of podcasts. Ooh. Who's in this family? Well, there's Rule of Three. That's us. <laughs> there's Brian and Roger. Hi, Roger. It's Brian. There's the The One Show Show. There's oh, nowhere else nice. you would find a, a four or five minute film about Pine Martins. Yes. Without a sight of one Pine Martin at all in the film. There's Barry and Angelos. Oh, uh, gooch, gooch, chooch. Yeah. Remember that lovely one. And there's Smirchpod. Could you eat first? I think we know. <sighs> well, no, I don't know if I'd want to eat Lazenby. Basically, look for Great Big Owl on your pod, what's it? Good idea. Have we got a sting? Owls don't sting. Great Big Owl. 
not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I, I, I'm going to say Monday and Tuesday's episodes were really muted. They, they felt like everyone was just, I don't know, like nervous and on, on best behavior. And this was a perfect example where he sort of went, oh, yeah, she could beat me at softball. And everyone was like, oh, <laughs> because it just seemed tense. I don't know why. Maybe it was because I think they definitely been told, do not ask Richard about Karen Carpenter. Maybe. And I think yeah. everyone was on tenterhooks and in nervous. In case it just came up on live television. Yeah. If someone yeah. in the audience just shouted out. What about Karen Carpenter? <laughs> she was the good one. <laughs> <laughs> it. Yeah. Oh, it was a strange. I mean, th- th- then they uh, there was a film once again about single use plastic. Oh. Head to the beach or a riverside like here on the River Don in Sheffield, and you'll see something like this: the discards of everyday life, including, I note, single use plastic. So when and how can we turn the tide? Lucy Siegel. Lucy yeah. Siegel is a really good presenter. Yeah. She's really, really good. I'm going to say she did a thing about clearing up the River Don in Sheffield. Sheffield, yeah. I think we saw that exact same VT two weeks ago. Pretty sure we which saw was, something absolutely identical in a different place. Yeah, all yeah. about clearing about up a it. river. Yeah, and it was the same thing again. Uh, and as soon as they went to it, and they and you know it, they all explained it. Of course, first of all, they told yep. us what was coming up, and I was like, oh god, here we go. And then once again, yeah, shots of a river, shots of people clearing the banks, shots of people dragging stuff out of it. But the interesting thing about this film was it was part of the Great British Spring Clean, mm. which is a month long campaign of people volunteers to join in to get stuff out of rivers right fair enough it's absolutely one show catnip i mean they love this sort of stuff but it was also it was sponsored by keep britain tidy and backed by the daily mail the great british spring clean has sprung into action it's a month-long campaign organized by keep britain tidy and backed by the daily mail they were keen to point out so you know it was it was um plastic litter and foreigners all being thrown (laughs) in a bin (laughs) they did have a foreign student who said i just you know i think it's very important and i was thinking yeah drop your sack you're going back daily mail (laughs) rules mate daily mail rules um a guy also said they said what's the most interesting thing you found in the river and he said uh i found a computer 
computer, but unfortunately it wasn't in working order. I thought there is a sex pest in Sheffield who is breathing a sigh of relief to hear that. Why would you put a computer in a river? I'll tell you why, because you're wrong. <laughs> did you notice how angry, Lou, did you notice how angry Matt got off the back of the VT about litter? No, because I was distracted by how angry my husband was about the coffee table on the one show because he's never seen it. Genuinely. Oh, do tell. Genuinely, yeah. off the back of that VT, anything they talked about, my husband was going... What is the point of that coffee table? <laughs> it's what true. is the point of it? What a weird shape. Why does it die? Everything's going to slide off it. You can see through. How can someone. It made him so angry. This is good. I We've never really discussed the coffee table. I'm excited to so think what is, is on the coffee table because it's yeah. not drinks. It's not like anyone drinks during the one show. When they go, so John Hanna, tell us about the, your new series. And he goes, oh, sorry. <laughs> There's no drinks going it's on. Sometimes where they put food a bit if they're trying some stuff, mm. doesn't it? I can't, yeah. The thing is, it's just there. I can't remember what. It was well, even why on is it? It, well, again, that's why. Why is it there? It's dreadful and ugly and clear and it, it genuinely. I'm glad out of all. So you made terrible. you made your husband watch this as well. About ten minutes worth. Very, and that's all he could stomach. And that's when he also spotted that the snooker player had been hoiked off the sofa <laughs> <laughs> while the plastics VT was on. Oh, she's gone. Yeah, and then he just spit out to the kitchen yeah, and never and, came back. And rightly so. Well, well, how much it costs to get her down from Sheffield for that pointless two minutes? When was the window cleaner man? Because maybe he shared a cab with. Now, I was that, next... You're exactly right, because how long was that feature, that pointless feature? And he was actually quite interesting. Yeah. But it was, what, a minute? Yeah. So yeah. this was on... It, it was on Monday's show. Oh, was it on Monday yep. as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it, God, it, it really... followed the big clean. They uh, oh. they cut to him. He was a, a window cleaner from Retford. Yes, and right. uh, he's in his spare time. He also hoses down signs that have yeah. got mm. algae on them. Uh, and Lucy isn't the only one who's been keeping Britain tidy. Uh, let's say hello to Liam Wildish. Let's give him the one because Liam is a window cleaner from Retford. With a difference, yes. because it's not just windows that you clean, is it, Liam? No, um, it's... Tell us what you've been up to, oh, Ron. God, we're, we're never so busy. I mean, I started basically a window cleaning business last year. Yeah. And I wanted to build my business alongside community work, obviously yeah. being beneficial for the for the business and obviously beneficial for the community that we live in. Um, and obviously I was sat with my friends. Uh, the equipment that I use for the window cleaning is actually perfect for cleaning road signs. So we went out in the area, obviously noticed there was a few signs out there. We went out, gave it a smash, and, and yeah, it's just done ever so well. Liam, his name was Liam. Got yeah, that's right. And he and and they introduced him. He actually him. seemed really normal. He yeah. did. People wave at him. He's become a bit of a celebrity for it. Good on him. Right, yeah. this is a great yeah. thing. And they and they got him in, and they spoke to him, and then it was finished. And yeah. that was it. There was nothing. To, it, was, it wasn't for I anything. I thought there was going to be a VT of him. The VT of him would make sense compared to the VT of, of clearing up the river, which yeah. A, they'd done two weeks ago, and B, revealed nothing yeah. other than perverts throwaway <laughs> hardware. There's nothing. Why didn't they do a thing about the popular young window cleaner yeah. who is making a difference in his community and has become a sensation? Yeah. This show. <laughs> but I tell you, Matt is, uh, you're right, obsessed with litter bugs. He got fucking angry about it. He got didn't livid, he? didn't he? Yeah. Oh, it, That's a big lump of stuff. I think it's mad that we have to pick up other people's rubbish. Just know, pick it up in the first place, and then other folk won't have to go and pick it up. Then he right. just went into a basic thing going, why is it you don't pick up your own stuff? Yeah, a, like a sort of, like a 1980s campaign where... You could see him dressed as a nicotine, but he's 
he's attacking the litter bugs. Yeah. You know, he, he really took really it really angry, didn't he? yeah. Re- I, I think he thinks litter is a city thing. City yeah. people with their litter. Yes. Well, we mm. should. I, I want to mention um, uh, his, uh, was this on the the episode with the voice of Peppa Pig? Did mm. you see this? No, I didn't. That was the one This would have been Wednesday. So one of the guests was the uh, girl, now 17, but was five when she started doing the voice of Peppa Pig. Uh-huh. Now, have, having two young children, you know, I went through the whole Peppa Pig stage. You've been still through it, it, of course. Still in it with, still with in yours. It. Uh, you will come to it, Mark. Can't uh, wait. No, no. And they filmed this whole thing at Peppa Pig World, which I have been to. Have you? Uh, oh, yeah. It's a theme park. Well, you know, it basically... Where is it? Where is it's it? In, um, it's I in the New somewhere. Forest. Oh, is somewhere it? Yeah. in the New Forest, yeah. And it, every ride is Peppa Pig, but it's all Peppa Pig. It's it's geared up for little kids, and it's just a whole nightmare of people in Peppa Pig costumes. You look very like, serious God. saying this. I am. It's like it's a little bit like when you say, and then they stole my car. It's a thousand-yard stare <laughs> that I still have. <laughs> PTSD from Peppa Pig work. Yeah, um, pig so when, it, when the, man, the VT was there, I was... Was, I had flashbacks. <laughs> I mean, I was like, oh my God. Uh, but the, the girl who was on... I mean, I mean, you know, uh, if we've got loads of no, seven-year-olds I'm listening, this is going to be great content. <laughs> we'll cut all this bit. Yeah, yeah, we'll cut that out. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, but, but she was the voice of Peppa Pig, and then they had the bluffer's guide to Peppa Pig. That's mm. what they were doing. It was a whole film about Peppa Pig. Often you find yourself having to bluff knowledge of Peppa Pig <laughs> so as not to look like a fucking moron. <laughs> You wait. It's going to happen to you. Um, it's all you get to talk about at nursery with other parents. So you've got nothing else in common but an animated fucking 2D pig. That's it. But they had her on, and then Matt said to her, um, because he likes to get that stuff in, he just said to her, we're, na- we're neighbours, aren't we? You live a couple of fields away. It's not very often that you have your neighbour on, is it, Matt? No, we are neighbours just <laughs> no, a are couple sick. of fields away. Yeah. <laughs> fields, fields away. Fields we are neighbours, and we live. you live a couple of fields fields away uh, so you're absolutely right about his city hatred uh, field he was very keen to say it uh, Fe- they are na- neighbours there is a thing where I, I, you know they're, 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 a lot of people would sort of go the BBC you know they don't re- represent real people and everything yeah, yeah. and I always think no bullshit they do but when I hear that <laughs> Peppa Pig and Matt Baker <laughs> share a farmstead <laughs> I begin to think there might be something in it and at the end of at the end of the interview with Peppa Pig uh, which would she was on to talk about Peppa Pig, obviously, but then she they got to, you know that thing with the weather one show they get at they get guests to phone they used to get people phoning about takeaways on yeah, a Friday yeah. probably still do I don't watch it on a Friday no um, so <laughs> God no um, but they got her to phone children in the voice of oh. Peppa yeah which was which was fine um, but. But she was threatening them. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> I'll look get you telling. in your sleep. If I, I see like you that. again, honest, you. you look at my man again. I swear <laughs> to God, I will slice you up like bacon. <laughs> but one kid, um, so she was using her own mo. They made her do it on her own oh, phone. Weird. So that what? And then one of the kids said, "said So is your number oh seven? And read her no. number back. Is your number oh seven eight? Now, they bleeped it out, obviously. But it was a breach of GDPR Yeah, in on the one show. I once went to a wedding many, many years ago, about a decade ago, with uh, Richard Ridings, who is the voice of Grandpa Pig. Oh, yeah. Sort of like voice like that. And Peppa Pig had just become massive. And there were some kids there who were dancing. And one of them said, would you like to meet 
Granddaddy Pig. Is he called Granddad Pig or no, Grandpa isn't he, Pig? Is he, he Grandpa Pig? Is he Daddy Pig? Daddy Pig. pig. Oh. So the kid came over and we were like, Richard, huge fan. Do you want to do your voice? And Richard, of course I will. So over she came and went, hello, how are you doing and everything? And she just said, Daddy Pig, what's happened to you? <laughs> 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 she looked horrified. Yeah. Horrified. Yeah. Poor well, the, thing. the thing, it's, the, the, the girl who, who's been doing the voice since she was five, that's mm. fine. She still does it. But her voice has almost become the voice of Peppa Pig. So she spoke in a sort of husky sort of... And I thought, well, is she, is she just doing this interview in the voice of Peppa Pig? Mm. No, it's her real voice. Wow. But it turned out she got a cold. So I couldn't <laughs> work out where the lines were between Peppa and the girl Swine with the cold. Flu. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can remember it was the original Peppa guy. So Phil... Mark, Neville. And then then just as they were coming to the end of the interview, we already know she's Matt's neighbour, but he, he had to get it in again by saying, well, I saw you at the, uh, at the weekend, didn't I? When, uh, when get this, uh, another one of our neighbours uh, were at a party because they had a grandchild. Actually, I saw you at the weekend, didn't I? And another one of our neighbours yep. had a grandchild with them and said, oh, will you just say hello? And as soon as I said hello, the kid was like, ah! Yeah. Uh, another one of what? In the next county? Is mm. that where your other neighbour lives? The squire. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's looking and they're, they still have this day. thing about going the metropolitan liberal elite. I'll tell you, there's another elite. And it's Matt Baker's yeah. and his mates. And then he said, at the end, right at the end of the interview, he just said, so, so I'll give you a lift home. Brilliant. I'll give you a lift home anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And uh, Peppa Pig. Uh, I'll give, give you, you pig perv, Baker. <laughs> 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 Just wrong. And your impression, by the way, of the Daddy Pig there. Mm. Um, the, the other guest this week, um, there were two guests on the sofa as well, which were Jack Harrow, uh, who's a comedian, and Nitin Ganatra, is that his name, Ganatra? Uh, who, they're both in a film called Eaten by Lions, right, which okay. I'd not heard of I've previously. I've seen it advertised okay, on buses. So there you go. Um, Never a good sign. And <laughs> they, they were on, and then Nitin did his impression of Daddy Pig to Peppa Pig, Right, and and Peppa Pig girl uh, had to look at it. it. Was the it was shit? I mean, it sounded <laughs> nothing like Daddy Pig at all. But she went, mm, that was good. Oh, that is rather big spider, isn't it, Peppa? <laughs> Just did it for years. That's good. <laughs> In a polite what way. What can you do? I know. I know. It if was we, honestly, to be honest, to be honest, if we ended up on the one show and they were saying we're going to talk about this piece of shit podcast that's horrible and mean and stupid, <laughs> when they talk to us, I want when to, they say, oh, to please you, let this. When happen. they say to you, so John, do you think it's really clever or something to do it? You're going to go, no, Matt, no, I don't, I don't, no, I'm don't know, I've done it. <laughs> when you're on telly, <laughs> is that an impression of me? <laughs> <laughs> when you're on telly, you do sort of just go yeah. along with anything that's there. You have and to. I think that sounds like fascism starts. <laughs> is, you just you just basically go on and you just go. Oh, I'm not allowed to disagree here. That's a great impression. That's a great impression. Yeah. We, we we should have a crystal now. <laughs> <laughs> they also showed a clip. Uh, they talked about how many countries Peppa Pig uh, has been sold into, and they talked about. They showed a clip, they, and they went for Japanese pepper. Right, right. So they they showed it dubbed over, um, and that's fine. But again, didn't do the eyes, Mark. They didn't change the <laughs> animated eyes. I, I shouldn't imagine. We talk about a lot, this a lot on this podcast. <laughs> Much to Mark's when joy. You say we. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's mainly me, you, and the Commission for Racial Equality. <laughs> um, in those emails we get. Yeah. yeah, I shouldn't imagine they had any clips from. I shouldn't imagine they had many clips in the Middle East. <laughs> Talking pig. Oh, it was, it was on. So, um, so that was that was Wednesday. Yeah. Did you enjoy Tuesday? Well, mm, I mean, enjoy is a strong. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. Did you see the photo of Les Dennis meeting the bike? <laughs> yes. What did you make of it, Lou? 
I texted Mark going, hate to say this, <laughs> quite enjoying Tuesday's episode. Wow. <laughs> That's because I have been on a pilgrimage. No. As a teenager at a Catholic school, oh. I had to walk from Essex to Canterbury. Please. Yay! Please. They were talking my language. Oh, Please tell me at the end of it you met Les Dennis. I met <laughs> And Les kissed Dennis his ring. Did you Tana. kiss the ring of Les Dennis? There's a thing this week, isn't there, about the Pope's no longer letting people yes. kiss the ring? That's hygiene. Right. hygiene. But is it hygiene? Yeah. yeah. Hygiene. He hadn't really explained it to anyone in that long queue of the video no, I saw only where afterwards, he was whipping his hand away. Yeah. Excuse me, I should say uh, that... Uh, I, I, I shouldn't say it's because... It, Are you going to say your husband's the Pope? Please <laughs> let this be true. No, it's what Alex Jones called Catholicness. Oh, didn't was it, she? How was it, Matt? No, she called it Catholicism. Your motivation, Les, seemed to me it was all about your mother because she was sort of entrenched, yeah. wasn't she, in Catholicism. Catholicism! Catholicism! Not Catholicism! No! Catholicism! Catholicism! <laughs> Like cataclysm. (laughs) (laughs) Have you noticed, by the way, this is something I noticed as well, which is a cataclysm, I'll tell you. Jesus, it's not as easy to say as you think it is, is it? (laughs) (laughs) I I respect you, Alex, because I realise now how hard your job is. Um, And she's pregnant and I'm lying (laughs) to tell you. The uh, iPlayer has changed its sort of working Mm. operating system. So now, when I watch the one show, it used to stop at the end of it. And now it carries on. And I can come back and a whole week's one show <laughs> has gone through. And this can only be so people go, oh, look at the figures we're getting for the iPlayer. So so, what, so it, it, it now plays. continues, yeah. So if you watch one, one episode Whoa. of the one show, it will play through all of them. That's so you can binge. Well, it's odd that you, you mention this. because watch. Each time, because I don't watch it live and I do use the iPlayer to watch it, but each time it's stopped dead... With 30 seconds to go before the end of the programme. It did on the one that I saw as well, yeah. Yeah, on the Tuesday show it did that. It cuts off yeah. just before. Yeah. And I know because wow, I was... you two critique this? <laughs> I was... Uh, I was uh, clipping a little clip of something I thought was very amusing and then it ran out really quickly. It's, it's going to sound bad, but we're still going to put it in. <laughs> uh, Tuesday show started with a, uh, a very weak topical joke as well. Oh. Uh, a strange decision to suddenly go topical, but it yeah. was... Um, well, after news that a plane from London has landed in Edinburgh on the way to Dusseldorf, yeah. and Matt went, we shouldn't laugh. Right. Matt, yeah. let me tell you, we're not. <laughs> now, after the news that a plane from London landed in Edinburgh instead of Dusseldorf by mistake, we, laugh. we can assure you, you have come to the right place tonight. It's all good news. It wasn't we, a tragedy. We, no, exactly, no. yeah. If everyone, if we, and, and, and loads of people die. Yeah, well, we, we shouldn't, shouldn't laugh. laugh. But here is a punchline that's weak. Yeah. Uh, and the punchline <laughs> was... Well, after the, tra- the plane's gone missing, we shouldn't laugh, uh, I can assure you, you're in the right place. And she- her heart wasn't in it. Oh, but how could it, it be? It was like Joanna Lumley at the BAFTAs. But we- just- <laughs> I've got a line, I said I'd do it, yeah. I-, I don't believe it I myself. love the fact that the mat sort of went, well, if we're going to allow this joke, which I disagree with, I am going to say <laughs> we shouldn't laugh at this in, in the key moment before Alex delivers yeah. the punchline. So so undermining the whole concept. Yep. But yeah, do you think we shouldn't laugh was was in the script or did he just throw that in in a, in a I think it's a maverick thing I, of ownership I felt a bit, of a show I think no, you're right I'm recognising a fellow risk averse person <laughs>
And so that brings us to the close of part one of this week's The The One Show show. Part two will, as ever, be wherever you get your podcasts tomorrow and comes with a free One Show toy. If The One Show toy is missing, please see your newsagent or write to the BBC to complain. Tomorrow we will pick up exactly where this one left off, which will be mildly confusing for about a minute. And don't forget, you can help us smash through the podcast glass ceiling of the lower reaches of the charts. Charts that literally mean nothing, governed as they are by iTunes algorithms that are increasingly dubious by recommending this podcast to your friends and enemies and writing as a five-star review. We only accept five-star reviews. See you tomorrow. My name is Pete Ellison. This is Dave Cribb. Hello, and we do a podcast called Friends with Friends, as you might have guessed from the music that's playing underneath, uh, which is a sort of lo-fi rendition of the Friends theme tune for rights reasons. We get a different guest on every week on our podcast to talk about their favourite episode of Friends. And we look through it in excruciating detail. We pick through levels of plots like no one has ever done before. So if you like Friends or just listening to people talking, which are both valid activities, do look us up on the old podcast apps and that friends with friends and we're on twitter at friends wf mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.